Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome everybody to episode 163. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and goodbye. <everybody. laughs> of the AS of the ASP, my name is Josh. I'm Hannah. And today we are here to talk. Well, it's Pride Month. Yeah. It's Pride Month. Yay! So we are going to talk the wonderful LGBTQ anime. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Let's go with that. Ish. Well, I would say that it's not like the main topic of the show, but it's definitely like it's not like citrus. No. Where citrus is definitely or um, citrus is like a combination. What's that one that's on high dive or H dive? The um that one that's super popular. Bloom into you is that? I think that's what it is. Yes. Yeah, I do think Where that, this, that's the main focus. Yeah, and I would even say that citrus—that's not even the main topic of citrus. I would say no, citrus is a whole about lot about family, about family, and like the damage family can possibly do because yeah. that's a whole big thing with May in that story. Yeah. Um. So we are going to do this was this was a hard one to figure out what we were going to do. Yeah, because unfortunately, especially when we were looking at here in Western. There's entertainment there's like we could think of like what one it was steven universe that, that pretty has much openly it. like openly at, gay at characters get out. and not just like it's the last episode so we're gonna tell you yeah. hey it's they're not, gay it's not like a gravity falls or they're like oh by the way the two cops were gay the entire or time. or no that was even after the show ended yeah or even like in cora legend oh, yeah. of cora it's like hey well, apparently that was building up in the last oh, season. Oh, no. There are fans who will still fight you to this day that it was just something that they gave you. I liked Mako. Well, yeah. Too bad they just turned him into a garbage character. Yeah. See, that's a problem. I think they just ended up, like, not liking a lot of their characters. And, and I'm just, like, oh, but you had so much We're cool going to just put her with the he had a, He had a cool scarf. That's the only reason I like it. I like that he that's a, a qualification for um, a, Yes. A, qualif- a qualification for Josh is accessories. <laughs> Look at Sokka, boomerang, <laughs> sword, obsidian sword. He does have the obsidian ponytail, sword. Ponytail, toff. He had all kinds of accessories. I love that Toph is an accessory. What is this? Basically, what she followed him everywhere like a puppy dog. Right, that was but, his accessory. Um, well, and then you can even look at like Adventure Time. It was kind of... Hockey? Me, it was like a throwaway that... Like Marceline and Bubblegum. Yeah, and then like the end. The last yeah, episode. Yeah, it's like the They're very like, Oh, by end. the way, here they go. Marceline. Well, and then it's like in Ruby where it's like the fans like demanded it for so long that they were like, fine, they're gay. Uh, if you guys haven't watched it yet, you should definitely watch This Is Ruby. Or, or any. So, so This Is Ruby. So or, any of the This Is by Jellowacalypse. Yeah. So this is, it's a great series. Josh introduced me to this and it's on YouTube. Yeah. They're great. He does, a, he does a Legend of Zelda one. Their Kingdom Hearts one is never fails to make me, like, die oh laughing gosh. every the time. The same with the JoJo one. Oh, yeah, the JoJo one's The JoJo really good. one is great. And you yeah. can tell when he likes a show. Or if he hates it. And when he it. hates a show. He does not like Cowboy Bebop. No. He likes Ladybubs and Cat Nerd. Oh, God. He's like, <laughs> Ladybubs and Cat Nerd. <laughs> he likes that one. He, I, he I definitely hate... likes Star because he yes. gets deep into Star. And I, you could tell that he's not a big fan of ruby like (laughs) like from his opening sentence you can tell he does not like ruby um he doesn't like kingdom hearts 
I don't know. Part of me is like, I think he liked the first two Kingdom Hearts, but didn't didn't like the third one. Probably. That's probably exactly what it is. And we're just got like, it's been like 14 it's, it's been years. 900 years. Um, yeah. So it's like, definitely recommend from the two of us go on to YouTube. He does all the voices and he does the animation. Mm-hmm. It's like grade A stuff. And Jello, if you're listening, you're welcome on the podcast anytime. Oh my gosh. Can we play? He like- was, he was, a, he's, he was at Akon. Can we and like play like, that game? Can we like play I that game? I want to play that game so bad. Can we, we play are that so game? gonna play that game. <laughs> one box of crickets. All right. So, <laughs> price of one was twenty two ninety nine. All right. So that's one off box topic. of crickets plus one. <laughs> that's off topic, but yeah, that's a definite recommend. Yes. Oh god. But no, yeah, definitely watch that. Um, yeah, and we're gonna get heat because we were like. You know, we said all these things. We're like, well, technically, Bubblegum and Marceline back in season five were slated to be together. Okay, so that's this what is, we're gonna get. We're gonna this get is all my of it. deal. I love fan and couplings. I'm a shipper of one of the biggest ones of all time, Harry Potter and Draco Malfoy. So I can't say too much, but I also acknowledge the actual canon of whatever series, show, book movie whatever that there is still canon and for me often i think as fans we get blinded to what is reality and canon and then what is fanon oh you mean lance and keith yes (laughs) we're gonna throw that kind of shade definite voltron is a big issue there i would say harry potter is a big issue there sailor moon probably too but if you read the manga Sailor Moon, the, the 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 couplings are all over the place. All over the place. I mean, Chibiusa and that mailman. The mailman. That's for you, Amanda. We I love hope, you. I hope she's still listening. <laughs> she's the best. She's my favorite. So we'll put no. her in the notes. We'll tag her in the tag description, her in the notes. and she'll be like, "Why?" Shout out, Amanda. She'll be like, "Why?" It's like, "Cause we like you." Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of times that as fans, we want certain representations to happen and then it just doesn't happen. I think that was a big, um, big verse of conversation when they made Hermione black for the Cursed Child play because there is a lack of representation of diversity in Harry Potter but... No, they had Cho Chang. No, I'm just kidding. Cho Chang, which is the most... Cho Chang. Yes, it is. Chinese name uh, to go with. The Pavardi twins? Who are not who are like, like they're not in it. But like they're Indian, but they're like a sub note almost to the fact that they're Indian. Yeah. Like if you don't know that like their names come from India, and you there can was forget. Blaise. There was Blaze Beanie, who, to be honest, didn't even know he was black until the movies came out yeah and you're like and oh, then there's okay. lee jordan who i don't even think oh, yeah, lee he's jordan. like in the first movie and that's like he's it. in the second movie See, he's in the first he's two movies so those movies. are the actually ones that actually have quidditch yeah and and then there's um dean dean thomas dean thomas but that's like it yeah that's like it well they made uh uh well now actually a bunch of fans and angela the one that oh, the weasley they made yes. it yeah yeah which is angela. cool i'm like cool yeah and I like character her. that we really didn't interact she with. She was that actually well. like one of my like favorite sub characters when I was reading it as a girl. Like, I oh, liked, Oliver I liked, Wood, man! I, I was like, I want, I want Oliver Wood going into Quidditch. I, I like, give me that book, J.K. I wanted the scene of him trying to drown himself in the toilet in book three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Like, so this is oh, the Harry God. Potter podcast. Welcome Hello. to the Harry Potter cast. Um, which I would totally be fine doing, bringing on friends who love Harry Potter. It would be so boring. Oh, would it though? It would be so. They boring. have there's a podcast called Harry Potter and the Sacred Text where they like analyze Harry Potter like it was like the Bible. So they like <laughs> take chapters and break and it down. Dumbledore said unto the Gryffindors, <laughs> "Did you put his name in the Goblet of Fire?" <laughs> Well, that's why people don't like the movies is they because like, he calmly asks, <laughs> Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? And, and then, the movie's like, Harry! Can Michael Gambon, though, ask things calmly? Yes, he does a couple of times. <laughs> when he's like, Snape, I need you to poison right, so me. Back on topic, sorry. Tangents. I'm here, sorry. Um. Yeah, so free. Well, free. Not, not free. I mean, uh, you're on ice. You're on ice. That's what we're going to talk about so, today, yeah. guys. So, yeah. You're on ice. So, Josh, you haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. Okay. I just know History Maker. <laughs> Which, let me just say, one of my favorite anime openers. And I know that uh, not Yuri. Mm-hmm. Who's, who's boy? Uh, Yuri? No, boy. Victor? Vic- wait. Who's- Victor is Russian. Yuri is Japanese. Okay, yes. And then there's also a Russian Yuri. Well, I was about to say, because, like, I th- I knew there was a Russian Yuri, because Russian is, the Yuri is a very Russian name. Very Russian name, but um, also a very Japanese name. Yeah. Like Lowenthal. Who's... <laughs> Love you, Yuri. Come oh. back on the show. <laughs> you were great. Should have expected one of those. So we got one Lowenthal reference. Yes. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's that's our quota for each episode. We get, you get one Lowenthal. One Lowenthal. Um, wow. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah. So his name is Yuri. Yes. I know he likes the the pork cutlets. Katsudan. Yeah. Yes. That's all I know. It's also about an the ice show. skater. Yes, and he and he ice skates. Okay, so and apparently he likes hot springs or there's a hot springs his episode parents own, own a hot spring it's like the last hot springs in his village oh I was about to say, like, not in japan not in japan but in his village it's the last hot spring like in open the last onsen all last onsen open and oh it's my like, gosh that would be a great name for an animation like the last onsen hey or last onsen that would hmm. it's like this is literally the last onsen in hmm. all of like southern Japan, we'll we just need to say. talk about your and ice, but I've just got ideas. Um. <laughs> Any of my wonderful webtoon people, if you're listening to this, well, they let's just get together. They'll like, do on scent, like it's the anime, or is it the movie about the little girl who runs the on yes, and yeah. it's like ghost and yes, supernatural. I kind of want to watch that. The, it's it's G Kids, our good friends over at G Kids, yeah. Um, that actually, like, last on scent, that actually made me what made me think about it. But um, his family runs an onsen, and it's the last one open in his little town. And his best friend now owns and operates the ice skating rink. And he started skating when he was young. Ogo's in. Ogo's Okay. That's, yeah, it looks super cute. She's freaking adorable. Right. It looks adorable. That's, the, like, one reason, but the, also the story sounds really good, too. God, I want to watch that again. Sorry, I'm on G Kids fan page, and they've got like Whisper of the Heart. We stuff, were just like, talking oh about God, Whisper of so the Heart on Wednesday, so Josh is like thinking all Concrete about Concrete Roads. Stop with the John everywhere Denver. I go. <laughs> Stop with the John Denver and the Levine Newton John. Um, but 
Yuri skated from the time he was young because his best friend Yoko showed him a video of Victor skating. And so that inspires him to start ice skating. How much older is Victor to Yuri? Yuri and Victor maybe have about four or five years age difference between okay. the two of them. But Victor has like dominated the ice skating world for like years. I think Victor so he's is 29 like... and I think Yuri is 25 when the show starts. So he's like Michelle Kwan. Pretty much. Okay. He like... Actually, no, it'd probably be Yamaguchi, wouldn't it? Because he's like, uh. Because I remember I told seven, you we, we were going to make all of the, all all of the like skaters. Scott Hamilton, Tara Lipinski, all of the ice skating references. Because he, he. No relation to Monica, by the way. <laughs> Actually, I have no idea. Do you think Monica Lewinsky and Tara Lipinski are. No. What if they are? That would be wild in what family reunions they would have. Because, you know, Johnny would be there. (laughs) (laughs) Johnny would be, like, sitting, you know, eating popcorn on the front row and be like, oh, my gosh, this is so exciting. Like, like, recording or something. No. um, Where's Brian Boitano? Whatever happened to Brian Boitano? He's a coach now. I think I think he's Nathan Chen's coach. Oh, see, that's cool. Yeah. Because I remember, did you, do you remember they did a cartoon, not a cartoon network, they did a Food Network show. It was either Food Network or the or the Food Channel. Uh-huh. That was what would Brian Boitano eat, and it was Brian Boitano. Oh no! But and I he would cook food. This. And the whole entire like he had the uh, they kept doing like the what would Brian Boitano? Do? I think that was like his ringtone. So oh, that's like, great! And I'm just like, that's freaking amazing. Um, I I'm pretty sure that he is Nathan Chen's coach. Which I hate you, Nathan Chen. I want your hair. Um. Footballers and ice skaters always have the best. What what's that Canadian couple? The ice skating duet? Oh. Uh I probably just made Is one list. of them named Tara? I don't know. Anyway, so I'll vamp while you look at that. Um Oh by the way, this episode of the ASP Oh yeah, do is, that. Do that is thing. brought to you by our good friends over at Funimation. Hey Hannah. Yeah. Do you want two free weeks of anime? Um, I've been meaning to, so how can I get two free weeks? Well, if you click on the link in our description, you can get two free winks of... Two winks. Two free winks. Wink, wink, wink. Um, <laughs> you can get two free winks and two free weeks of anime from Funimation. Um, again, just use that link in the description. So you help the ASP and you get two weeks of free anime. Then it's only seven ninety nine a month after that. So not a bad... Not bad at all. Oh, apologies. It's Brian Orser who's the coach. Oh. Because, you know, so Battle of the Bryans. Bri- oh, yeah. So whatever happened to Brian Boitano? Brian Boitano. While you look that up, this episode is also brought to you by Otaku Box. Hey, Hannah. Do you want anime swag? <laughs> We're just going to keep asking you. Hey, yeah. Hannah, do you, do, you, do you want, like, cool anime merchandise? Sure, Josh. How can I get cool anime merchandise? Wow, you're just, like, batting this out of the park. <laughs> um, we are... Uh, well, uh, we are partnered with our good friends over at the Otaku Box, so you can get awesome, cool anime stuff. You get in each episode, I mean each episode, in each box, you get a t-shirt, and you get a figurine, and it's a really nice... Actually, it's like a really nice Yeah, it's like a really figurine. nice figurine. So just getting the box for the figurine is pretty worth it. Unfortunately, you can't choose your figurine, but you can well, vote for your figurine. Well, exactly. You get to vote. They, they do something that none of the other subscription boxes do, where you can actually vote for the figurine that you want. Yeah. And, I mean, it is up to the public, but yeah. 
it, it will tell you, it's like, huh, do you want this one? So popular vote actually works there? Exactly. So, yeah, it's... Okay. There is no... Some sort of otaku college that Where goes around rides and yours. Like, this it. is actually what you want? Exactly. Okay. Nice to know. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you don't want... You know, say you want a cool, like, uh, saber... Who's like a really cool, like you know, Saber from Fate Stay? Yeah. Like a really cool, like blonde chick with a sword. Or if you want like a weird looking, like orange, like gross looking Cheeto monster, you can vote on which one you want. Like, do you want that? And you're in the best part is your vote counts. It actually does here. Exactly. <laughs> Should probably strike all of this, but I don't care. Um, so it's yeah. It's all in favor of Otaku Box. Exactly. So get yourself an otaku box um when you go to checkout it's otakubox.com use the code animation station at checkout and get 20 percent off your first two boxes that's that's a pretty good deal guys that's pretty good you get a really great looking shirt mm-hmm. you get a cool figurine and a bunch uh, of other really cool what, swag. what do we get in this box again you got the shirt and then you get a flag with the same pattern mm-hmm. of the shirt you got the microfiber like glasses, glasses wiper. you yeah. got a really cool sticker we well, get a cool sticker you get a cool button button and then you also got the really cool figurine the figurine and we got the little deku plush the little deku plush uh so that's actually like when you add all that up like 25 dollars for this box you're like "Uh, that's a little much it's but when you add in like you go to hot topic and buy like an anime t-shirt that's like maybe a little bit more yeah, that's about you 20 bucks right there. so much stuff. Like, if you wanted to go buy that little Deku, little keychain plushy thing at Hot oh, Topic, that'd be about 10 bucks. Oh, no. It'd be probably about twelve ninety nine. Twelve ninety nine. Yeah. And then the figurine just by itself. It's maybe like 40 Yeah. It's like, it's it's a ridiculously good Yeah, because there's like a Victor f- figurine I want off a of Right Stuff anime. And <laughs> it is like $175. Yes. I want it. <laughs> so, again... Go to theotakubox.com. Again, we, we put everything in our show notes. All you have to do is click on that. It will take you right there. Um, they went to Central Park. Wow. Of course they did. Um, it's Crystal Bram. But that's in New York. No. <laughs> um, but uh, so, yeah. So all you have to do is go to the Otaku Box and, again, code animation station at checkout. Support anime. Support the ASP. Get swag. Really cool swag. Really cool swag. All right. Actually, this is really appropriate, what I just found about what happened to Ryan, Brian Boitano. Um, and it's really appropriate to, like, the theme of this episode. It says here on Wikipedia, in December 2013, Boitano was named to the United States delegation to the 2014 Winter Olympics in Sochi, Russia. In conjunction with that appointment, Boitano publicly came out as gay. The Sochi Games in Russia have been the targets of criticism and LGBT activism because of a Russian anti-gay propaganda law passed in June of 2013. In January 2014, he told Associated Press that he had never wanted to come out until the delegation was announced. Dang. Because he wanted to get appointed to the delegation and then come out as and gay. And then come out. At a boy. Good job, Brian Boitano. <laughs> Doing the good work. He'd probably kick an ass or two. Yeah. That's what Brian Boitano do. So that's very appropriate to what's yeah. going on. All right, so Yuri and I. Yuri and I. So, uh, so Yuri has... He has a he's huge, huge Victor fanboy. Like posters on the walls, everything. 
He go- so like Deku, so for our other fans. So like Deku <laughs> and All Might and My Hero Academia. Pretty much, except when Deku just goes off to school to train, Yuri went to Chicago to train. Or no, did he go to... So he may have actually met Brian Botano. <laughs> he went to America to train, and that's where he met his best friend, who's also a, a ice skater who ice skates for Thailand. He's like the first professional ice skater Taiwanese. from Taiwanese. Mm-hmm. Hmm, okay. And um, he is gone for five years, goes to college. He's doing the college thing and training to be an ice skater. And he has, okay, so if you guys haven't seen, Victor has this gorgeous poodle, Maka, okay? It's Maka-chin. From Soul Eater? No. It's Maka-chin, but everyone calls her Maka. And so when Yori was little and obsessed with Victor, his parents got him a toy poodle who looked the same as Maka, and he named him Vic-chan so cute and when he he goes to a it's it's not worlds or is it worlds he qualifies for the world's ice skating competition okay and he right before he skates he finds out vic chen gets hit by a car and he dies oh my gosh yes so he goes out he performs and he fails and he's in last place and of course victor wins and Yuri's entire dream is to skate at the same level as Victor. And um, Victor and Yuri meet for like half second. And Victor asks him if he wants a picture. And Yuri's just like kind of done with the world. And he checks out. And he kind of goes home and he declares, I'm retired. I'm done. Because he failed at the world. So they feel one one beautiful thing about Yuri that they're really open with in the show is that and I think I mentioned this when I was on the podcast with Harold at Toons Toons Podcast. I made mention Shout out to Toons Toons Podcast, our good friend Harold's hey. story. And uh I I wouldn't say this is like explicitly a gay love story. I would say that this is actually like a lot of it's about mental health. Because Yuri struggles a whole lot with anxiety and depression. And you can really see it in the first several episodes as he's like, I'm done. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be ice skating anymore. And like he gets home in his home village and they have huge posters of him in the train station. And he's Japan's ace, you know. And he gets home and he performs his like, he's like, I want to do this last thing. And so he performs, um, let me remind myself of the dance. Cause it's, he, he performs one of Victor's ice skating routines. Oh, okay. From memory with no music. And he does Is it. Is it memories? It is not memories, unfortunately. He the memories. No, it's. Uh, well, you do that. Uh, we're going to go over the English voice cast of, oh, it's so good. of Yuri on Ice, which if you want to watch Yuri on Ice, you know, it's a great way to do that. Funimation. 
that two-week free trial of Funimation <laughs> that you can get with the ASP. There you go. You oh, and that. I will admit, I did watch this subtitled. I did not watch it dubbed. But it was the only way that I could watch it at the time. That's all right. I bought it on DVD Blu-ray, so I will be watching it dubbed any moment. I'll, uh, we'll apologize to all the wonderful voice actors. But it's like, yeah, Jerry Jules Victor, isn't he? Um, yes. Yeah, so we have, I apologize for anybody that I've mispronounced names. Because um, I've, like I've heard it. I've heard should... it most. I mean, English names. Because I've heard it multiple ways. Oh, yeah. Like, um, I've heard Josh Grell, but it's, I believe it's Greeley. Oh. Is he already? Yes. Okay. Uh, Victor is Jerry Jewell. Um, Yuri Polosky is Micah Solasad. Then we have our supporting characters. Um, let's see. We have Charles Campbell, Rachel Robinson. I'm trying to... I don't know. The, there's, there's just families. Um, let me get to the other ice skaters. Um, JJ style. Uh, Who's JJ? Mi- Minako Okawa. Oh, Minako is um, his ballet teacher because he did ballet at the same time he was learning ice skating okay gotcha that is uh colin clinkenbeard oh cool we have uh hisashi moroko mororoko uh it's a 27 year old figure skating enthusiast and an announcer of many of the competitions he is a fanny of yuri he is an up-and-coming japanese ice skater who's no this this guy is hirashi moroko He's 27. He is a fan of Yuri K and oh, encourages him to continue. Apologies. He's uh he's like an he's like a sports announcer. Yeah. That is Sunny Straight. He's so a really great character. Good old Krillin. He's a he's a good character. Uh oh yes, I forgot. Uh Yakov. Oh yes. Yuri's coach, voiced by friend of the show Mr. Damon Mills. Um Lila something Barotskana, a stern and strict runner who uh, is the former prima ballerina oh yeah she she's only in like uh lilia's only like in maybe three episodes uh caitlin glass then we have uh clestino he's yuri's american coach um ian sinclair the wonderful ian sinclair um where's jj jj style it's like i think it's like this oh there we go international skaters oh there's mike mcfarland is one of them he is uh, Alt Alton. Oh, Otebek. Otebek Alton. He's Kazakhstan ice skater. Uh, Christopher Sabat is Christoph. <laughs> I love Chris. Oh, this is good. Jean-Jacques Leroy is Jeremy Inman. Really? Heck yes. JJ style. Oh, man. He's ridiculous. That's that's cool. That's awesome. Uh cool. Does it let's choose fish it? Fish it? He's um Yuri's best friend. He's the um he's the Thai ice skater. Uh Fish It is Joel McDonald. Okay. Great. Let's see, Joel McDonald sounds familiar. Why does it sound familiar? Oh! You know why? He's Jacuzzi Splot in Bacano. Oh we love you. Because he's a he's a fan favorite here at the animation station. Podcast. It's also a fan favorite everywhere. Anime. I mean, it's it's an everything. Like it's a fantastic anime, and plus Jacuzzi Splot is like, like the, the best, best name. name. Oh man. Oh okay. Um, oh, he's also brief in Panty and Stocking. Oh, is he? And Poland. <laughs> Poland. 
Oh, he's also Ryoshi, the main character in Okami-san and her seven companions. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch Okami-san? I think I watched that one subbed. I think it was on Netflix for like a really short yes, period. Yes, very, very short amount of time. And I managed to sneak in there and watch all of He's it. He's also Oberyn in The Ancient Magus Bride. Oh, really? Who's Oberyn? Uh, Oberyn. Hold he's on. Not, he's not main guy, is he? No, 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 no. That's Elias. Elias will ein Um. Anyway. That's going to really bug me Don't now. worry about it. Okay, but uh, it's Dami Vincio, uh, and it's like the latest ice skating routine that Victor wins all the golds with. And, and does Yuri do it like perfectly? Perfectly, with no music, with nothing, and he performs it. Well, his best friend Yoko has triplets, and I'm pretty sure they're all named after particular ice skating. Oh, moves. I thought you were like... Uh, yeah, it's like one's named John. No, one's, one's named <laughs> Axel from like a triple Axel. And then, yeah. It, is one of them named Sal? Because that should be. Maybe. Like if one of them's name is Sal, that is like I, the I don't best know. name. Um, I'm going to go. I got to remember Yuri on ice triplets and that will probably pull it up for me immediately. Um, Axel, Lutz, and Loop. That's atrocious. I love it so the much. The fact that one of them was ne- neither named Sal or Cow <laughs> is But they're, bad. They're, um, they're frequently called... Loop's just a sh- name. Sorry. Why would you Sorry name... if your name's Loop. Why would you name any of your kids over ice skating moves? I don't know. Well, because Axel, I mean, Rose. For little girls. Um, yeah. All right, so... They're frequently called ice skating otakus. So they record. Ice <laughs> they record Yuri doing the performance and they upload it to YouTube. Is it actually YouTube? Or... Yeah, or some like like Whack Donald's, something similar to that. Good old Whack. I somebody totally needs to open up a Whack Donald's. I want them to. Like I would love like. Well, you know how like you know McDonald's oh my gosh, if tried I would... to show like they were support of women. And they flipped, flipped the golden arches. Yeah. You know what I would do if I was McDonald's for the 2020 Olympics? Oh my gosh, I, I would totally be McDonald's. Maybe we could find shirts. I'd wear a McDonald's. I would totally shirt. wear a McDonald's shirt. Just in memory of Kagome Higarashi. <laughs> her and her girlfriends talking about her. I'm sorry. Who? Cheating boyfriend. Who? Kagome. Kagome. <laughs> That's for you, my boy, Harold. Harold. Harold, my boy. So um, they upload it to YouTube. And someone texts it to Victor, and Victor sees it. So basically, you don't see all this part, but Victor basically goes to his coach and goes, Deuces, I'm quitting. I'm going to go coach this boy. So he, like... <laughs> like you do. Flies. when When you're the best figure skater in the world, you're he like... Leaves. I'm out. I'm going to go coach. He leaves St. Petersburg and he, dry, he flies to this little village in Japan. But say so he couldn't really drive. And He'll so get a long way. He gets, and so Yuri comes home, I think, from practicing and he gets pounced on this huge dog. And he goes, what is this dog? We haven't had, he's like, wait, I know this dog. And then he runs into the onsen, and his mom's like, oh, yes, the very handsome foreigners in the onsen. And Victor runs into the onsen, and then Victor is there. Yuri is there. 
or no, Yuri, sorry. Yuri, Yuri runs Yuri in. Yuri runs in, and Victor's in the onsen. He stands up. Obviously. Fully naked. And he goes, I'm here to be your coach. And Yuri's just like, what is going on? <laughs> That's like the end of the first episode. And I should have watched the first episode. Should have watched the first we episode. Ha- you didn't tell me there was fan service. There's fan service. See. It's ice skating booty. And um, everybody loves ice skating. Everybody like I don't know. I don't care who you are. You love the ice skating booty. Johnny Ware even says best There's, part about ice skating. Is uh, yes. If they if you're in ice got anything right, it's the ice skating booties. Um. So yeah, that's basically the, the first episode, and then it's like as you find out, like as you go throughout the show, you even find out that Victor is like his whole shtick, I guess you could say, is being able to surprise his audience. And now every time he gets on the ice, everyone expects him like perfection. He's gonna win gold, and he's like he still plans on like. And so now he's like surprise! I don't uh, skate no more. Surprise! I quit because I kind of hate what I do anymore because all of the love that I've had for this sport has been sucked out of it. And all of a sudden, there's this person here who like shows the like who has like re-shown me the beauty of ice skating. It's basically. Um, Welcome, welcome down Josh's tangent rabbit hole, folks. Do it. Go for um, it. It's basically the way that the WWE is now. Go for it. Everybody hates, like, people don't like working in the WWE anymore because it's boring and it's the same old, same old. AEW pops up and they're like, ooh, look at this. New, nice, pretty wrestling. So you have a lot of these big wrestling people that are leaving the WWE and jumping ship, moving over to AEW. Like Chris Jericho. Remember Chris Jericho? <laughs> I do Y2J, indeed, actually. Uh, Dean Ambrose? Don't remember him. That's fine. Uh, he's newer. <laughs> he, he moved over. He moved over. But yeah, Y2J, he was like, deuces him out. He worked there for 13 years. And then it was like, AEW. Well, I mean, you can, like, I mean, I was even experiencing that after working at my job for eight years. I was just like, I don't, I don't love what I do anymore. Yep. I actually go home and I'm not well. And that's kind of where Victor was at and had been at for a long time after you, like, watch the show and you figure out his story. And actually come to find out later on in the show, back at that, you know, that world championship, Mm -hmm. they do, like, they have, like, little get-togethers after everybody's performed, medals have been dealt out, and all the ice skaters and their coaches and, like, advertising people can kind of mingle yeah and talk well come to find out yuri downs like 10 flutes of champagne like you do and blacks out and wakes up naked next to victor no actually wake up naked next to jj no he ends up challenging everybody to a dance off And he, like, sweeps Victor off his feet. And he has, like, a stripper pole challenge with Kristoff. Like you do. Like like you do. And he somehow gets to his hotel room and remembers none of it. So Victor's over here pining for this Japanese man that swept him off his... nothing. Who doesn't even remember him. And then this video comes out, and it's almost like... This is his sign. Because he even at that meeting, he's like, Victor, I want you to be my coach. So him showing up at the onset isn't just like, at the beginning, you're led to believe that it's something that comes out of the blue. 
But then you realize this is something that Yuri had asked him to do. Mm-hmm. Forgot about it. But Victor hadn't. And so he and like. And then he saw the thing and is like, all right. Leaves everything, goes to Japan. So, like, a lot of the show, fall, since it follows Yuri, it follows Yuri's perspective. So he didn't remember this. And it wasn't until, like, him and Victor are, like, a lunch with his other ice skating pals that they're all like, well, but, like, you knew you knew Victor already. And he's like, no, we never met before. And everyone's so, just so was like. So was this, like, like, he got drunk. Like when he lost because his dog died. He's miserable. He just so he lost. just like drowns. He's number uh, drowns so himself. he's just he's miserable at this thing. He it's like sponsors around and he's not. He feels like he's worthless. He doesn't like he doesn't deserve to be there or anything. And his coach wants him to be there. He's like, well, I can be here, but I'm gonna just drink. <laughs> so he does, and uh, he blacks out. And like in the flashback in episode one, that's it kind of like cuts off with him like waking up in his hotel room the next day and it doesn't show you anything else until later a few episodes down the road when they're showing him photos of like, what no, happened he's like uh wait now you did challenge me to a stripper pole dance off and i'm still ticked you won <laughs> that that that's the worst part. It's like you won the stripper pole, and you can't off. even remember winning. So no, and it's like that's, and then it and then it's like I think that's like the episode before he proposes, quote unquote. To Victor, Victor proposes. No, Yuri oh, Yuri proposes to Victor. He gets him a ring. Oh, there's so much drama. Oh my goodness gracious! But it's like I don't tend to like drama in my animes. That's why. So t- they go for it quick then. Like yeah. episode three, they're like. No, 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 no. This is like down. Oh, this is down the road. Down the road. Oh, uh, okay. I got yeah, because it's like a lot like. Cause... I thought we were in the second episode. No, I'm like, no, no, Holy no, no, no. Shnikes. Like I can't break it down episode to episode with you because it's been a little while since I've watched it. It's been a while. But it's been a while. Since Gotta throw I that in there. Don't but it's like between that, it's like Yurio shows up. And he's ticked. Yuri. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he's ticked because Victor promised him to like choreograph his next performance. So he does. He perf- he he makes two different perf- uh, two routines, and he gives one to Yurio and one to Yuri. And he names one Eros and one Agape, which is you know this passionate love and then like familial love more like on un, like unselfish love and so yuri expects well i'm gonna get agape because that would fit with me and then yurio's this passionate little fire demon and he's like well i'm gonna get eros because that's what i would love to perform well victor gives eros to yuri and agape to yurio and then they have to like learn their motivation and that's when the line, I'm a pork cutlet bowl. That's where that comes from. It's because he has to find what he's passionate about. Pork cutlet. And he loves katsudon. So that's what he chose. Is, is like, that's the true love of my life. And like Victor's over here like using it as a tool to see, am I it? And then a no. <laughs> like, dang. <laughs> Sorry, boy. That's a no. So, um, but then it's like him trying to discover his motivation to being able to fully embrace this character that he's performing on the ice. And then it's also because I think that's his, I think that's his short program. And then it's him like 
trying to help Victor choreograph his long program. And that's the Yuri on Ice piece. It's like his story of being an ice skater kind of thing. Because that's what I actually, like, I've always loved ice skating. I've watched it since I was a little girl. Yep. It's one of those things, like, it's like that, ballet, and gymnastics were the three things I wanted to do growing up. And I come from a not very wealthy family. My mom nixed all three real fast. <laughs> well, see, it's like ice skating is one of those things where it's like, that is one thing that when the Winter Olympics come on, it's like, that's, that's what, what every, that's the draw is ice skating. I like speed skating too, but that's also another uh, thing. Oh, whatever happened. Did Apollo Anton Ono, did he retire? Yes. Dang. He does like some sports announcing now. But yeah, like when Apollo Ono was really big, I was like all into like was, speed skating. I was like, oh, dude. Yeah, it's like when Michael's like, is Michael Phelps swimming yet? No, Hannah, he's about to swim. Great. I wonder, oh God, I wonder what the draw is going to be this year. I'll be curious or, to find well, out. Well, it'll be 2020. But like, well, you is know, it going to be swimming again? I mean, it's been the big draw because, but that's all Phelps. That's Always. what. Well, there's that 16-year-old who was like challenging Phelps because she was swimming up to like his speeds. Yeah. You know, I don't. I'd almost think it would be track and field with all of the challenges against then like, gymnastics. Well, always gymnastics. It's always gymnastics. Well, I would think track and field because you know those lawsuits about that woman because she has the high t- t- testosterone. Yeah, I'd be curious to see if that's not like the big thing to watch to see like what happens in track and field for the women. I would love if sumo got it. That would be. Dope. I love my sumo. Of course you do. It won't. It, no, I mean, it's not. It's not an Olympic sport. Even uh, though it break is dancing, mo- isn't break dancing like it's the new- coming in? Like skateboarding is. Which that would make sense because I mean we have a snowboarding, so it makes sense that we'd have skateboarding. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'd like break dancing. All the diving. I, I I want. I just want to. I, I want the the English team to get third again. <laughs> Just because they celebrated like nobody's business. Our soccer team. Hmm. Who? Huh? Oh, the the uh, the team diving. Oh yeah. Yeah, like like it's that it's like that picture of them and like they're all like jumping in the pool when they get third place. Yeah. They're like, we made the podium. Yeah. Well, because like the Chinese dominate that. Yeah. Like a hundred percent almost. It's yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. It's cool that Japan is going to qualify for. That's the the best part about being a host nation. You qualify for everything. Yeah. So it's like that's cool. And it was what when when did they last host? Was it nineteen? Was it eighty five? Uh, I for was, some reason eighty five stuck in my head. Well, uh, eighty eighty eight was the Spanish one. Okay. That was in Barcelona. So it would no, have been eighty five. It would have been no, because five is an odd year 80, anyway. So it wouldn't have been that possibly but it may have been i don't know if it was a summer game or oh yeah was it 60 it may have been like 66 tokyo olympics you haven't noticed josh and i are like really into the olympics yeah oh speaking of the olympics i will talk about something olympics wise at the end um Um, is yuri going to the olympics so how does how does it end he qualifies for worlds again okay so, and it's like him, Yuri, Kristoff. And he beats JJ. Yeah, it's like JJ, Yuri, like all of our big guys, they all qualify for worlds. Like fish it qualifies and stuff like that. So they're all there. And it's like this thing of, um, I'll marry you if you win gold. 
And then the series ends. And then Yuri wins silver. <laughs> Who and, did does Yurio beat him? Um Yes. And then Kristoff gets third. Because it was always like Victor was gold and then Kristoff was silver. So it kind of shakes it up just a little bit. And so and then it's like and then Victor announces he's gonna come back to the ice and still coach Yuri. Because he's rediscovered his life for this, his love for the sport, so he's just, he's gonna come back and compete maybe one more year. Okay. And um, do they get married? We don't know. The season two that will never happen. Season two that will never happen because I think the movie that they're coming out with is like is going to address. I think it's Victor. Like uh, Victor's perspective, or Victor's like youth in ice skating, because there's a oh. lot of like. His family's never mentioned. Oh, snap. Ever. So a bunch is like, does he have a family? Or or is it's probably taken as a child because he's he was, Russian, he was Russian and, and like, he's take him gay. Him does his family not have anything to do with him? Oh, kind of that thing. Would be a... So there's a lot of speculation with what happens with Victor, and I think that's what the movie is addressing, is like Victor's story. Kind of up to when he meets Yuri. Because I think that's what I've heard and that's what I've read. And, like, they've released, like, photos of, like, Victor in one of his old uniforms. Because actually when Yuri performs his Eros, he's wearing an old Victor outfit that they've modified slightly for Yuri. Okay. And Yorio wears an old one, too. Like, they go because he brings everything with him to Japan like all of do. his old costumes and so yuri's going through it fanboying oh you wore this at such and such performance and such and such a year and you wore this one to this performance and it was at this olympics and you wore this one when you were this old <laughs> like learning out as he steals sees all of it kind of thing so um i don't know i i wish they would do a season two i wish they would do but I don't know if they will or not. So what would you give Yuri on Ice? For me, For out of our scale of uh-huh. fives, give it five moon ones. Five moon ones. So Very it's a straight up five? Five for me, yes. Love the music. I love the characters. Yes, I do believe that they could have probably fleshed out a couple of our behind the scenes characters just a little bit. But it's just like how Yuri is written and how Victor is written it's just like they're very very human so like the drama that I was seeing I wasn't annoyed by like I am in a lot of shoujo stuff and uh, like the ice skating is animated so beautifully so beautifully the costumes are gorgeous it's like a manga cod directed it she's not an anime person she's only a manga and she directed the show she brought in actual designers to design the costumes that they were performing in. And she did so much study of just ice skating that it's like the performances feel real. And I and I know I know a lot of people are like irritated. Like I, I know Ashley is not a fan of Yuri on Ice. And that's okay. I love it personally. And um it's one of those shows I'd seen around forever. And I was like, I gotta watch that show. Yeah. Gotta watch that show. When we went to Akon and I'd see art. It's like, I gotta watch that show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, gosh. So and much. I loved it. 
I loved it. I like I watched all of it in a day, and because I think there's only like twelve episodes. Yeah, not and a lot. to say anything is my younger brother came downstairs and he ended up watching like most of it with me. And he genuinely really he thinks I'm ridiculous because I'm still like over the moon like obsessed with it, but um, he understands why because he's like that's actually really good storytelling because it's not just a gay love story. It's just a really it's, good story. It's, just, it's a story. Just a really good story. And it and, just happens to have a romance. And that just happens to be the romance in the story. Which I appreciate because often it's like, this is a gay romance. And that's the only thing going for it. And it's not just a story of two characters and they just don't make a big deal with the fact that they fall in love with each other. Yeah. Which I always appreciate those stories more. Because it seems more natural, not forced. It's like... They're gay in the same story, so they're going to fall in love with each other kind of thing. Because that really annoys me. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm going to have to watch it. I think you should. Yeah. And then I want you to tell me genuinely if you like it or not. I will do that. I mean, I won't get upset if you don't like it. I hate it. No. No, I'll, I'll give it a watch. I'll give it a watch. Because for, for me, it's a good sports anime. And see, that's the thing. Like... We, we get a lot of anime that's basically just like almost like yaoi bait really and see that's what irritates it, me because like just you can make like well i mean i would say suzuka but i mean it's definitely a romance and yeah. then there's track yeah yeah and this is ice skating and, and then a here's the fact that these guys are genuinely falling in love with each yeah other. that's why i love the um Adachi and your blind game, like, like, oh my gosh, like cross game yeah. and mix and so like rough. Those are my jams because they are sports manga. And then they're like, yeah, there's gonna be a romance because I mean, but it's not gonna be the predominant force. Exactly, like the they're high schoolers. They're gonna they're gonna of have course. a romance. Um, and it's always great because you always know that he's gonna get with the same girl. Yeah, because it's the same character getting with the same I girl love every that single time. Like I genuinely love that yeah. concept. It's basically it's almost like like star-crossed lovers. Like they will always so find a like, way to get to each like other. It's literally like my obsession with like alternate universe where we have our two characters and then someone's written like fifteen different fan fictions of like here they are as like in this universe and here they are as this universe i mean i think that comes from like a love of fan fiction probably but i love it when a actual like artist makes it work yeah like from start to finish kind of thing i agree yeah because that's also well no i won't go i won't, I won't i'm not gonna go down my rabbit hole go my ahead rant. that's what this episode is for this oh my is, gosh this okay. is a special so th this is, june this, episode this is pride okay so i love I love, I get made fun of because I love boy love stories, but my problem is, why aren't there good girl love stories? There are, but they're Chinese. And how many are there? Because um, my- I know two that I read. Because there's a problem I find often with girl love, even in like original fiction or fan fiction, there's a problem inherently- in girl love stories is that it's fan service that's yeah. all it is you find really well written boy love stories with hearts ingenuity genuine um okay so that looks really good um yeah it's not over the top 
Because that's often my problem with girl love stories or sojo I or whatever you want to call it. Um, it it it's often just pornographic. It's often just fan service because they expect males are going to be the only ones who want to read it. And, or a certain type of males are going to be the only ones who want to read it. And there's no genuine story. There's actually, like, no emotional connection between our two characters. They're just, like, thrown together and then they just bang. And that's it. Yeah. And it's so disappointing. Because it's like, I can name off so many good well-written boy love stories. Subasa. Reservoir Chronicles. Kinda. XXXholic. They're gay, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what I put on that blog post forever ago? I think so. <laughs> clamp! Just the minute... Just anything with clamp. Just the minute clamp. He literally sacrifices his arm and that one can literally only drink his other blood. They're gay for each other, Clamp. Just say it. <laughs> and Clamp's like, no. no. So, like, for me, that's always my problem. And I was ranting about it with a friend and another friend in the back seat. And she was, like, my friend, she was driving, and she was, like, nodding her head. She's like, oh, man, you're so right. It's like, to find a good, well-written girl love story is like the diamond in the rough. And it's always a pleasure to finally find it and get to, like, treasure it. And they're never long enough, in my opinion. They could go on forever, and I'd be fine. But trying to, and then trying to find a boy love story, there's like thousands out there that are great character development and just well-rounded stories. And I don't know if that is part of the patriarchy. Sue me, I'm going there. <laughs> I would have, yeah. <laughs> because women are only supposed to like men. Maybe it's part of that patriarchy. I don't know. Um, but you think the, the whole same thing would hold true? about because it's the stereotype between gay men being very effeminate and that the patriarchy wouldn't be for it but maybe that's why more women write boy love stories than they write girl love stories i don't know internalized whatever um i can talk about this for days i'd probably write a thesis <laughs> with hannah's got a blog all the good plot like good points and subtext, all that crap. I could probably do it. But it's like, I can't rant about it to a whole lot of people because they're like, ew, that's what you read? And I go, gosh dang it, there's good stories out there. And especially where we live. Oh, the we South. Live, we live Mid in beautiful, no, we're, we're mid the Midwest. Mid Midwestern Southern State. Yes. It's like that, a double you, whammy. You know that thing that they call the Bible Belt? Yeah, that's where we live. We're the buckle. <laughs> yeah. We are the buckle. It's like, we're the buckle and the class. Like, yeah. we're everything. Imagine, like, that's why I hesitated to tell a whole lot of people about me not being straight. Because it's like, I'm not born and bred, Oki. You're not a biscuit and gravy, Oki. I'm not a biscuit and gravy, Oki. I don't sound like one. I don't think like one. And well, I, I am, but... See, this is what watching BBC America, yeah. basically every day well, growing I up, say, will do. Well, we and we've talked about this before. That's like us growing up very much immersed in the internet age does, mm -hmm. and being aware of what's happening on the other side of the world, being having friends all over the country, and yep. having like and being able to hop and knowing we can hop on the internet and talk to someone from X country and find out from them 
what is going on instead of us hearing it filtered through our news. Exactly. That's why we can talk with Allie in New Zealand, that stupid Kiwi. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and that we really want Mel. Oh, God, Mel. Mel and Thought. Because she's no longer XOXO. She's Mel and Thought. Mel and you thought. need to come on. She is all in the... I love that she's getting into anime again. Yes. And so, like, she's, like, well, doing she's stuff from, like... Well, like, a moment oh. I did a few years ago where I was like, you know what? Because... You're doing something just to do it, and you're not having fun doing it. No, and I was convinced that, like, okay, I'm a grown-up now. I have to go away from these things I loved years ago. And I'm like, screw that. I like cute things. Screw like a that. certain roommate? Yeah. That, that's so <laughs> Who funny. Who shall name? Never remain nameless. But it's like, I like cute things. And I like anime. And I still really enjoy reading manga. And reading my comic books. And acknowledging i never was afraid to say i was a nerd ever because i that would be a bold out lie to yeah everyone <laughs> to say i wasn't one i'd be like girl <laughs> it's like hold up and it's like thankfully we are in a world where we're not confined to just our community and we sound like we come from that community and we think like we come from that community and um but even as I say that, I mean, it took forever for me to even acknowledge the fact that, hey, you're not going to have the life your mom and dad really want you to have. Maybe that's, yeah, that's got to be why I didn't like season two of Regrets. We will talk about that on the next episode. Yeah. That's episode one, season So spoiler. Spoiler, guys. I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. But yeah, because I think too much, too much stuff had been internalized. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a problem with a lot of people is that they hear certain things about certain things and they won't let those ideas go. And so if someone's out there who's a really good writer, give me a good girl love story. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, right, what was that thing that we said to write at the beginning of the show? We wanted... Oh, the last onsen. Yes, write us the Do last Do that onsen. and have it be a girl love yeah, story. Yeah, I would totally be down for that. <sighs> Do it. Because, I mean, there are onsen stories, but they are about usually, like, a dude goes to work at the onsen. Yeah. Because it's, like, his aunt or some garbage And then like it's that. fan service. Then it, yeah, it's all fan service. And it's, like, I'm not going to say that fan service is bad. I'm never going to say that because to each their own, you're going to enjoy what you enjoy. Same thing with, like, harem animes, girl love, boy love. Any niche that anime comes, everybody's going to love their own thing, okay? I just want a non- fan service story <laughs> with two girls I got you who I'm fall in love I'm, send it to me I'm going to yes send you, it to me I'm going to have you read the well, first give me, okay how about this give first. me more <laughs> yes well there's 171 chapters Ooh. but they're all kind of short unfortunately oh, that's okay so but it's not like a four coma where it's just like one page but so. still it's like if someone can write me a great story DM us I'm not asking for porn or anything like that no Yes, please don't DM the animation station porn. <laughs> We're a family-friendly show, guys. Yeah. We're a family-friendly show. Okay. But thank you for thank you for humoring me. Oh, no problem. For this, because I know we wanted to do Pride Month, and then everything kind of yeah. exploded this, with you this, trying to... This move and everything yeah. just messed everything up. And the fact that we couldn't think of a whole lot that weren't just I convenient mean, gayness. Yeah, it was just like, it was going to be like, well, I mean, we could do... Because, like, the three that we had, it was Citrus, Steven Universe, and then... Yuri. Yuri. And then it was like, what are we doing we for the last one? And we were still trying to think like, of a fourth. Uh, 
and because um, we didn't want to do because we could think of a couple yeah we could think of just like random we could think of actually like a lot we could probably have done princess jellyfish yeah but that also fell into the fact that we didn't want to just do anime we wanted to do yeah, two Eastern, i wanted two i Western. wanted to do something else western and nothing else was coming up and that's what's terrible yeah america get your crap together mm-hmm. acknowledge that gayness isn't going anywhere lgbtqa people because we could have done like the various episodes of sailor moon because yeah that was the thing like we didn't want to do something where like oh there is somebody on this show that happens to be gay yeah like, or they make gay. They make gay. Yeah, it's like, we didn't want that to happen. Because, I mean, we would have thrown Star vs. the Force of Evil. We would have thrown uh, uh, Adventure Time. We done that one Loud House. Yeah. We could have thrown all kinds of stuff in here. But we wanted something that was primarily, this is it. And shout out to Sailor Moon for giving us LGBTQA characters. A long Since the ago. get-go. And now the next gen gets to see it in this new dub unedited because even when i was watching sailor moon for the first time i knew they, they were weren't cousins. i knew they weren't cousins and i knew something that was always up with tiger eye or no fish eye apologize i always knew something up was up with fish eye and zoicide they make zoicide a woman and they make fish eye a woman when in reality they're both men and then all the starlights we didn't even get that series because they were men who would transform into women just now in 2019 do we get that season because america's finally gotten their crap together and can be like okay you guys can have it now yeah it never made an official licensed american debut until now that's what blows my mind i had to read about it and watch it illegally to know my show's not over yet there's a fifth season where is it america and they weren't giving it to me. I acknowledge, yes, I did watch it illegally. Because you didn't give me well, that was, that's, my that's Sailor Moon. I don't have that computer anymore, so you can't find it. But <laughs> Statue of Limitations is way up on that, guys. Way long ago. At least 15 years. Also, we here at the Animation Station do not condone <laughs> no. illegal Go watching through. of things. But this was also, geez, years. 15 plus years ago. Yeah, where you where literally we could, could not. not could not i mean that was the only way i could watch we could have done revolutionary girl utna well you got incest you got girl love you got yeah but again anime we wanted western that's right but we could have done it's got everything in that show everything (laughs) (laughs) everything everything so no and it's like i don't know it's the only way we could watch it if it wasn't Pokemon or WB Kids or if, if it wasn't one of the, like the five things that were on Toonami, or if it wasn't Sailor Moon, on Fox Gundam Kids Wing, or Kids Dragon WB. Ball Z, the popular it, stuff, eventually in Yasha, <laughs> and, and that one space anime that Josh still has never found. About oh, the Outlaw Star, you know, it's outside. the twentieth anniversary of Big O. Is it? Grant, uh, Harold wanted to borrow Big O from you so he could watch it he so we could do an episode. He texted me yesterday. We're going to have a meetup, and so we're going to do some passing of the things. I need to watch Big O, Kind of like a drug thing, but not. <laughs> kind of like a drug thing, but with anime. But with anime. So, the yeah. same. 
So look forward to that, guys, because that'll be really good. Harold doing a streaming with Big O, because Big we o. love our Roger Smith and, and Dorothy, Dorothy Wainwright the third. I like how she's the third. <laughs> I just love Dorothy. <laughs> I should have known. That cute little robot. Who plays the piano super loud in the morning. Ding, 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 ding. And Wake up, like, Roger. Dorothy! <laughs> That's always my favorite part of the episode. Is that Steve Bloom? Yeah. I thought so. It's been, a, it's been a hot minute since I watched Big O. Like, back when it was on Toonami. I love it. See, it's been a hot, but I remember that show still so vividly. It's one of those shows that the art is, like, kind of imprinted into mm-hmm. my memory that I'm never going to forget yeah. it. Yeah. I think the last time I actually saw an episode of Big O was when Toonami first started, when they did that thing on April Fool's Day. Because it was on a Saturday night. Uh-huh. And they were like, hey, guess what? It's Toonami. Like, you thought you were going to get your regular adult swim garbage, which like, family guy. And then it was just Toonami all night And long? then it was like, like, Bob popped up and he's like, hey, guys, we're back for one Steve night only. Bob. Yeah, and you're like, what? And it's like, it just was just like an episode of each thing. So you got like an episode of everything. Oh, awesome. And it was usually like episode one. Of each of show. Of each show. So it was oh, like episode one cool of Gundam Wing. Episode. And it's like, dang, that's so cool. I love that idea. Yeah. No, because it's like, I don't know. It's just like, I think the older shows were more open to a lot of things. And now, I think for a long time, they were like, oh, kids can't handle that. So we're not going to give kids that. Yeah. And now we're both like, hey, this is like a normal part of life. Mm-hmm. And these are just regular people. They're not perverts or pedophiles or people who might get stuck in conversion therapy and have to sit next to a person who has done bestiality or anything like that it's like don't get me started on that crap because if i'd come out anytime soon there had been a hot minute where hannah probably (laughs) might have ended up in one of those conversion therapy camps because you know christianity not saying anything bad to you christians hi hi guys just live what you preach, please. <laughs> please. Please. So, yeah. So, I'm glad that we got to do this episode, at least. Yeah. Talk about the show I'm, like, absolutely obsessed with. Mm-hmm. So, hey, you guys. Find me anywhere on any of the social media we platforms. Th- we weren't done. And, uh... We're not done. If, no, if you want to talk to me about it. Oh, okay. I was like, like go for Hannah, it. Hannah, shut up. We're not done. No, because it's like, I love talking about this stuff. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I might love Welcome to Night Vale, too. So, that's Cecil, Cecil. Sows. He's also, like, awesomely, like, non-binary that we don't even know what he is, and it's so great. And well, see, you you were just listening to that episode yeah. that did a Terrace House thing. With Terrace House shout-out. Thank um, you, Welcome to Night Vale, for giving me that. Well, because, like, because I've only listened, like, the first, like, five or six episodes of Night Vale. It's actually what a lot of people have only listened to, and I'm over here going, I'm uh, yeah, I just got, I just got, I just got, we'll see, like. Jeff Ramsey made a fantastic point about Night Vale. He's like, it's 50% stuff that you like, 50% stuff that you don't, and then like 70% of just meh. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good... I can see that for a whole lot of people, but mm-hmm. for me, that I... But he recommends it. That's yeah. the thing. He's like, but it's good. Listen okay, to so it. we're going to go on a Night Vale thing. Podcast Welcome to, pod- to the Night Vale Podcast to Podcast. podcast. Podcast welcome to, to the hold on i got this <laughs> uh it. welcome to the glow cloud review <gasps> all hail the glow cloud um yes i went to that live show and it made me cry when cecil said good night night vale 
good night. I was like crying in my seat because I was talking about talking to someone outside, outside that live show. And I was like, what's really great is that Night Vale is just a city full of people who would never belong anywhere else on the planet. And us listeners, it's like a home to come home to. And I am a person, I would refute, like for me personally, I love everything Night Vale comes out with. I've read their two books. I love their two books. My sister-in-law for Christmas bought me like the print copies of the scripts of season one that you can like read. And it has, you can hear Cecil talking if you will listen. I've listened to maybe all the episodes a couple of times now. No. <laughs> and it's like, so I hear Cecil talking to me and I hear the character voices like um, Mara Wilson. Good old Matilda. The old, la- the old woman who lives in your home. Um, and then Will Wheaton yep. is Earl Harlan, and he is a great character. Dylan Marin is Carlos the Scientist. <laughs> Are, did Cecil and Carlos, do they, they still have married. a thing? Oh, they got married? Oh, that's awesome. That was actually like the 100th episode. That's adorable. They got married. And so actually... Was it a very monotone marriage? No. Because oh. it was actually all the voices, like a bunch of the guests, they were like giving toast. And at the very end, it's like Cecil and Carlos. That's awesome. It's really great. I see. I love this world, and for me, I don't think I've listened to an episode that I can't be like, "Oh yeah, da, 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 I love that episode. Blah, 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 blah. I love that episode too." So, because for me, it's very much in the niche that of things like of the um, Cthulian, Edgar Allan Poe, H.P. Lovecraft world, Eldrick. That's the word I was trying to yeah. search for in my brain. It's very much that, and I really enjoy that kind of stuff. And if you don't, I get it. Because you're not... Well, see, while you, were not li- your jam. while you were listening to that, I was in Tannis. Yeah. And I was, like, deep in the heart of Tannis. Yeah. And I was like, oh... Because it was a... It's, I mean, it's basically just serial. It was a, a radio drama. Yeah. And I was like, I, say, I like stuff like that. Yeah. So, but I can... It's like, again... If you don't like Nightville, totally fine. Totally chill with it. But I don't know. It's just that first episode of, like, who is he? Why is he here? What is he doing here with that beautiful, perfect hair and his beautiful, perfect face? And then later on, he goes, and I fell in love instantly. I'm like, yee! I'm going to like this. <laughs> but I can get it if people don't. Delightful non-binary Cecil uh, Gershwin Palmer. And delightfully, very openly gay Cecil Baldwin as being the voice. Yeah. Do you know Cecil actually doesn't have a name until like episode six? Really? He's just the voice on the radio. That sounds about right. He's not really a character until then. Because they're like, let's just make this story Until happen. they're like, we should, like, they're going to, like, go we off the air or something like that. We should just define, like, like, that Cecil has a life outside the, <laughs> the radio. <laughs> no, yeah. sorry, guys. End of the Night Vale podcast. I, lo- I love the, uh, well, well, before we end, end before it? we leave Night Vale, I love all of, like, the, uh, the different commercials that they do. For like, for like their non-sponsors, oh like gosh. Taco Bell and everything. I like, wish I had Those the are book. amazing. I could read you guys one because it is fantastic. The Taco Bell one's great. Um, I think one of my favorites might be, is it a battery one? It might be a battery one. Or 
My foul memory. Foul. Artemis Fowl. That's what I've been listening to on audiobooks. Working on my are you Irish. Re- are you still enjoying the Artemis Fowl? Uh, yeah, we're on Atlantis right now. Oh, blowing through it. Wait, that's the second one, isn't it? No, Opal. Wait. Opal Deceptions, book four. But then we're on Atlantis Complex, book five. two. No. Which Arctic Incident. Arctic two. Incident. Okay. Sorry. There's, I got there, you back. There's a lot that have, like, ahs. Yeah, it. I got you back. So, no, this is, like, the podcast episode that goes everywhere. We didn't go... We did not take a stop at the K-pop corner. We can. Nope. That Dio's was not going to the military. No, we, we already... We, we already Hold hit on. that bridge. Hold on. Did you see the art someone has done? Someone made this adorable little... Co- it's just a two-panel little comic. And it's... Schumann sitting, eating lunch. And then it's Hyung... Next, it's Hyung, like in a thought bubble, in like a speech bubble. It says Hyung, which is older brother. And then the next panel is Dio. Is Dio with his lunch tray, and Shuman goes, (gasps) Kyungsu. That's adorable. It's like, because he's an instructor now. That's That's right. Yeah, he's got an instructor. Sorry, guys. Had to throw some XO in there. And that was the K-pop corner. There was a girl who walked into Target today with a Monster X shirt. I was like, I like your Monster X Monster tap. X is going to be on... Good Morning America. When? I don't know. I'll find that article they're, that they're I sent you. probably already done. Probably, but you can probably find it on the internet because, yeah. you know, found people. What would they sing, though? Blow shoot it. Shoot out? They should sing... Oh, they, I mean, yeah, shoot out. I said blow it, but that's just the... Blow out is just shoot out. Or that's just alligator. Is that the new one? Yeah, but I think I'm I'm not a fan of their new one. Alligator is a good song. It's just like, but it's a it's, song about an alligator. Yes, it's it's like dumb. shootouts about zombies. Exactly. Hello, I'm walking but it like has a, a zombie. But it has a good chorus line. Well, and shown you doing that stupid chess thing. It's like <laughs> shown you. Stop it. I, the best thing that I ever found on Tumblr was that thing that I sent you about the girl, and she's like, I'm like. Never mind. We'll talk about it later. Did you send me that? It was a long time ago. It oh, was a while it? ago. And then, like, blowout happens, and I just start shaking. Shaking my blanks. <laughs> we we talk way too much. I'll probably never be able to no, find it. No, you'll never be able to find this. This was, like, a long time But did time you ago. like that mashup I sent you of CLC and Monster X? Yes. So good. That was good. Well, Beautiful is my favorite song by them anyway, so. But, yes, Monster X, if you haven't You can't done this do yet, an episode with me out. and not have K-pop. Well, Sorry, this is going to be interesting because we got one more right after this, so not a lot of K-pop. Oh we no, can put I'm in now there. into all the John Mulaney gifs, so we'll be here for a week. Sorry, guys. Oh, okay, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Welcome to John Mulaney. Welcome to the John Mulaney corner. How long have we been going? Uh, an hour and nineteen. <laughs> Are you going to include us singing History Maker? That at goes the at beginning? the end. Okay. Yeah, History Maker's at the end. <laughs> so apologize. Get if ready I get for that. This. So totally off topic, but if you guys heard anything about that happening at Target today, just know. I was there. This this comes out in two weeks. Yeah, but just so you guys know, <laughs> something happened two weeks ago at Target. I was there working. So my brain, so I have Where to... Where were you when Target stopped shopping? <laughs> when Target went down, when Target down, went down. down. <laughs> so bad. No, um, I was there 
So apologize if my notes aren't that great. I like to think of myself as a decent singer, but I think that's going to be really bad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a decent singer, so I, no apologies from me. Sorry, guys. Um, we'd like to thank our wonderful sponsors, Funimation and The Otaku Box. Yep, yep. Thank you guys so much. We'd also like to thank Appa, that air bison, because you said yep, yep. Oh. oh, you said yup, yup, but it yep, sounded yep. like yup, yup. And I was like, yup, yup. Well, yep. okay, so why are we going to Appa? I'm like, oh, okay. Well, the, av- the avatar has their Word associations. Guess. I get it, bro. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys. Um, again, click on the link for Two Fairy Weeks of Funimation. And go to otakubox.com. Get 25, sorry, 20% off your first two boxes by using Animation Station Do it. at checkout. Hannah, where can everybody find you? You guys can always find me on Twitter or on Instagram at ASillyRed. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast. On Twitter at Animate Podcast. And on our website, AnimationStationPodcast.com. All of our episodes are available on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher. Mm-hmm. And our what website website there you go i already said the website so i didn't think of that sorry yeah i know um <laughs> i said t- yeah check it out there uh it's usually we go everything and then on our website oh and, and our website so we, we jumped it yeah okay. we jumped the shark we jumped it hey i'm quite proud i remembered all i that. know good how long job. have we been doing this now and i finally get it it's been a while been a long time <laughs> some it's sorry been guys. a long road i knew this getting was coming from there to we're here. so tired it's been a long time but my time is finally here. Welcome. You don't remember that? No. Oh, that's the Enterprise. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> was that your tea? That was my god. It's my. It looks like tea, but it's actually Dr. Pepper. Was it Dr. Pepper? Oh, okay. Oh yeah, you had a rough day at work. It's definitely Dr. Pepper. It's very large Dr. Pepper. As I can see, There's a reason I didn't drink any yet because I knew I was probably gonna get a large one as soon as I. Can touch the sky. Because the Starbucks was closed when There's I went to go to the Starbucks and get myself a pink drink. This episode's a hot mess. Josh is over here singing. I'm over here talking about Dr. Pepper. Going with. This is a wild episode. All right, so uh, thanks everybody. Thank you guys uh, for listening. Yes. If you guys enjoy the tangents, tell Josh and we'll give you more of it exactly just let me know and if you have any if you if you would like to write either a uh, i will actually like a web comic for the last onsen um do it that will be a uh a gl and if you could, do they do you say gl girl love yeah because because there's bl or is it just like it's so joy or or yori just one of the two okay but they, we, we want to make it like this so yeah if, do it if you know and then happen oh, oh. to have maybe two characters who come to stay at set onsen who might look like two podcasters yeah that would be dope it's like <laughs> we are from america konichawa we <laughs> <laughs> oh oh my good gravy did you just say that what konichawa i've been practicing my japanese <laughs> Because we will be two Americans <laughs> going to an onsen, so... Because you got to know that's on our stops. Oh, my gosh. See, Would it depends be... on how long we go, because I kind of want to go... Like, there's part of me that wants to go during the winter, because then we can hit all, like, that nice big town that is just a town, like, full of onsens. You get and then so it's just, like, sick. sick. You're only supposed to spend so much time in an onsen. 
Yeah, but I mean, like, you go to one, and then, you know, you go to another one, and then you go to another one. Uh, you you don't, like, day hop. So should like, we go at one. Christmas time? Or no, New Year's? that would be too much. I think just, like, one onsen would be fine. It would be so cool if we could go to a New Year's festival. I mean, we're going to be... But we want to go before the Olympics. Yeah, we want to go to before the Olympics. <sighs> yeah. Or we could just say, not Tokyo. Go to Hokkaido instead. But I want one day in Tokyo too, you know? One night in Tokyo makes no, I'm just kidding. It's, making it, it's a different, different song. Okay. So, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thank you for listening to us just talk tonight. Uh, so, for the Animation Station Podcast, I'm Josh. I'm Hannah. Happy Pride, everybody! Happy Pride, and bye bye, little butterfly. Chogiwa! Konichiwa. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was a thousand times louder than I thought it was going to be. Sing, Hannah. I don't want to sing now. <laughs> My heart beat, start feeling, never, never enough. enough. I close my eyes and tell myself that my dreams will come true. There'll be no more darkness when you... I don't know the words. You are unstoppable. There my destiny lies. Does it mind? Yeah, I don't know that bit. On fire, don't stop us now. The moment of truth. We were born to make history. On side of that band. This is usually when you get to ice skate and be saber. My brother is probably so tired of listening to this song. I I've blared this in the car multiple occasions. I run to it. Make it happen. It's such a short song. It's only like two minutes, isn't it? Hold on. Oh no, it's three. Jeez. Yeah. My heartbeat, not feeling. It's never too late. I close my eyes and say myself, no, my dreams will come true. There'll be no more darkness when you believe in yourself. You are unstoppable. Where your destiny lies, dancing on the blades, you set my heart on fire. Don't stop us now. The moment of truth, we were born to make history. We'll make it happen, we'll turn it around. Yes, we were born to make history. That's when you crank it. <laughs> yes. Born to make history. And scene. <laughs> You can say a whole lot that a song convinced you to watch an anime. Yeah. You can say a whole lot about that song. <laughs> uh, like, great. I like your story concept, but your opening song is a slam. So we're going to we're going to watch your show because of this song. What's your show about? Ice skating. Really? Yeah. We're going to make one reference.
to Blades, and then we're gonna just make a song. Well, it's like what about in your music video? How about we're on a train and a little girl steals my pin, <laughs> and then we're in space. Then <laughs> I am in a NASA spacesuit. Oh, also there is a full string quartet. Oh, yes. oh no, it's not even a quartet. It's just an orchestra. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. And then there's it's, a it's ballerina, everybody. and then and then the moon. And then... And then the moon. And then the moon. <laughs> and say the moon pops up and she's like, in the name of the moon, I'll punish you. That would not have been a surprise in this music video by any stretch of the imagination at all. No. Um, the best part about that was that little girl stole that pin. Like, she straight up, like, thefted it. Snatched it and then ran it's for like, it. It's like, oh, I just saw this man drop a pin. I'm no, going to pick it up. He didn't drop it. It was in his hand. I thought he drew. No, I thought she dropped it's it. in his hand, and he's sitting there, and she just walks by and like takes it, and then and goes. it's just like you little klepto. <laughs> I was like, wow, uh, I see how this works in Japan. Oh, dokie.